This is Carb Face for Radio. I'm Lori Wooliver, sometimes malcontent, sometimes food writer. And I'm Chris Thornton, flippity dick. Lori, you're a cookbook author. Yes. Co-author. Yes. Have, was that your first cookbook? That was the first cookbook that I... Uh, Received would, credit. That I, that I... Yeah. I mean, I've worked on a lot of cookbooks, but that was the one that I worked the most on and received the most credit for. That being... It's called Appetites a Cookbook. I wrote it with Anthony Bourdain. Yeah, it was in the top 10 best-selling cookbooks of 2016. That's right. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, you tell me that every time you see me. Or actually, so you, you tell me I that I every do. time You're you right. see me. You're right. I'm always making the point of, hey, uh, you, are, are we calling you a co-writer? What do we call you? The, Co-author, there? I guess. Co-author. Mm. Yeah, I don't know. What's the All difference? Right. That feels, it just sounds better. That feels fancier. Yeah. Co-author. What did you do today? So far, uh, discovered mildew in my bathroom. Congratulations. Yep. Uh, growing inside the bathroom cabinet uh, and down the wall and leaking. Um, and uh, as I said earlier to you, off mic, feels like a metaphor uh, <laughs> for everything. Uh, so I did that. I picked up my son from a sleepover and then dropped him at day camp because other people are the best parents <laughs> when you... <laughs> paying them and uh and then I, I got on the train and came here oh that's great yeah i got on the train and came here that's all you did today mm-hmm. what's your problem I don't you want to succeed no i made lentils last night that, that's last night i don't care about last night but i but i made them for today so that oh. when we stop talking i can go have a pretty healthy lunch just lentils mm-hmm. not nothing else no well, there's a vinaigrette on there. There's a sherry vinaigrette on there. Okay, I, you I didn't did say some that. walnuts. All right. Salt and pepper. Olive oil. There Is there you go. A vegetable? No, I don't have vegetable. You know oh, what? I'm gonna I, judge you so fucking hard. No, right go right now. ahead. I said to my kids yesterday, um, my wife is in a play. She's she's um out every night for rehearsals. So I said to my kids last night, I said, I really need some vegetables. And and I made this big proclamation and i opened up the fridge and there was no there were no vegetables i mean there was a red pepper that's a vegetable that's not it's not technically a vegetable Mm, i think it is technically botanically a vegetable correct i feel like i don't (laughs) need you to explain vegetables to me i'm pretty sure a red pepper is not a vegetable it doesn't qualify is it botanically a vegetable Sure. Uh, did I grow some in my garden? Absolutely. Is it a vegetable? No. Spinach <laughs> is a vegetable. Kale. You need leaves. Is that what vegetable? you're saying? I don't. I would have taken a bean. That's not well, a green bean. Yeah. Okay. But I you didn't have it. I didn't have it. I. Mm, I'm gonna not. I can't concede the point on this one. It's a. It sounds like a red pepper is a vegetable you don't like. It's a vegetable that I believe goes on a vegetable platter. I do not say the word crudite Ew. because I never knew how to pronounce crudite. Uh, and now you do, but you feel ashamed about it because yeah. you've, oh, yeah. you've it moved feels, away from your it, people. It feels like a fancy word. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, saying crudite is putting on airs. Why don't you just say yeah. a fucking vegetable platter? I'm not going to slice it up and sit there and eat it. Will I do it's that gross. for my kids? Sure. They love them. Okay. They love them. Am I going to do that for me? No. Because you don't like it. 
I just don't think it counts. Okay. All right. All right. I'm <laughs> I'm going to hold the line for red pepper. As a vegetable? Yes. All right. Yes. Uh, this is where I leave you. Red pepper is not mm-hmm. a vegetable. Great. So no vegetables for your No, I had a frozen lunch. pizza instead. Great. <laughs> for dinner. I had a frozen Who's... pizza. Really proud of myself. Who um who cook or no, I'm sorry who well who cooks in your house and also who does the grocery shopping? Uh, uh, my wife ends up doing most of the cooking during the week because I get home very late. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not always true. I I for the first ten years of our marriage I made almost every single meal for us. Mm-hmm. It's just a matter of work schedules now. Mm-hmm. She works from home. She makes that a priority. Sometimes I will cook though, and she'll she'll say I I don't know what we're gonna have tonight, and I say great, I'll take it, and then. I make something when I get home and we eat at nine o'clock at night. Good system. Yeah, it works out. Uh, what was your other question? Who does the grocery shopping? Yeah. Uh, do you say grocery? I do. I do too. Is it wrong? Uh, I get corrected. It marks us from as not from here. Where are you from? In all caps. Uh, upstate New York. Oh, that's right. Close to Syracuse. Yes. With the fish fry. Yeah. Where am I from? Do you remember? Yes. Indiana. Um, yeah, that was great. The... the uh, I'm going to say names of Indiana yeah. cities that are oh, not where you're great. from. Uh, you want me to say them? Yeah. Gary. No. Uh, Indianapolis. No. Valparaiso? Is that a thing? No. Sure it is. Um, sure it is. That's the extent of my knowledge of the, the cities of You know three Indiana. cities in yeah. Indiana. Yeah. <laughs> Gary, Valpo, Indy. Yep. Okay. You're from not those places. You're right. not from a city, right? You. Right. No, no, no. I'm, I'm from Cherubusco, which is right outside of Fort Wayne. Mm-hmm. Named for a Mexican war? Great. Sure. Um, don't quote me. I believe that's accurate. Yeah. We don't uh, fact check here. Thank you. Uh, and and Syracuse, Indiana. That's a, There's a Syracuse in yeah. Indiana? Yeah. That is crazy. Yeah. Is it very small? Very. But Lake Wawasee is there. Huge lake. Okay. Largest inland lake in Indiana facts you're mm, learning you're mm-hmm. learning state trivia I right love now state facts mm. it makes me feel like i'm in the fourth grade huge lake mm-hmm. lots Great. of people from you know chicago would come there mm-hmm. on the weekends and jet ski and shit like oh, that. oh sure there's jet skiing oh i hate a jet ski really yeah did you ever water ski uh i had maybe like a single abortive attempt at water skiing <laughs> Not my. <laughs> I did picture an aborted baby skiing. Yes. So yes. Thank you for that image. That's a good image. Yeah. Good strong image. Yeah. Yeah. It it took me one day all summer. Uh, some uh, one of my friends, uh, his sister had a boat. I was in high school. They took me out. It took me all day. I finally learned how to ski. I love skiing. Water skiing. Have never yeah. snow skied. I've I've never downhill skied. Um, it sounds terrible. Learn, yeah, it's, uh, well, it's expensive and it seems like it's a lot of work. So fuck that. Um, nothing that's a lot of work is worth doing. Thank you. Uh, grocery shopping. Yes. Grocery. 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 Thanks. Come on. Grocery. We gotta. We gotta keep our, our grocery tells. shopping. Do you do it? Yes. Uh, yeah, like most of it, and then. If there are a couple of random things, uh, my husband will go to the health food store, which to me feels too far away and dank and depressing. The health food store. Mm-hmm. Is that his decision or yours? I guess it's his. Yeah, I don't know. There's just certain things we can't get at our food town. So they stock them at the big I'm health sorry, food store. I'm sorry, you shop store. at food town? Yes. That's my neighborhood <laughs> grocery store. 
I love it. <laughs> I was in a full spiral this morning. I also, I went in there. This is another thing I did today. I went in to buy paper towels uh, early this morning and there was, it was, uh, what was the, it's the music is what I'm getting at is the grocery store has the best music and it was on the wings of love by I want to say Billy Ocean, but maybe not. I don't feel that's right. It's from that era. Was it Peebo? Peebo Bryson. Yeah, it might be. It oh. might be Peebo Bryson. It, it, it really, <laughs> it gave me sort of the fortitude I needed to continue on with my day and not just like get back in bed. What did you buy while while shopping to on the wings food of town? love? Yeah, and uh, food town. A six pack of Bounty Selecticize. And a, I don't believe in selecticides. We'll come back. I mm, keep going. Okay, and a seven-pound bag of cat litter. Wow. It was hard for me not to buy other things because I always try and just get a lot of shit done. But I was like, I have ten minutes. I need paper towels this morning. I need cat litter. I'm not going to stop and look at the Carvel cakes as much as I love to do that. Yeah, that was a mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, but how would you carry it? So how do you get seven pounds of cat litter back to the house? I mean, I, you're a very capable person. Yeah. I didn't mean that. <laughs> I apologize. What I do mean is walking in the city with shit in your yeah. hands is uh-huh. really hard. It, it is not. I mean, I don't know. I do it every day. Pretty much shop every day. Cat litter. This is day? what I did. I put I and I'm not even joking. I put the bag of cat litter on my shoulder and I carried the bundle of paper towels in the other hand and I had my purse on one of my shoulders how on the many, other shoulder the non-cat litter shoulder how many paper towels uh six rolls i don't know how many pieces that is <laughs> well it depends on what size you select yes yeah <laughs> it's a hundred million infinitesimally small pieces <laughs> that's uh that's hardcore is it i don't know i didn't feel like a hero i just had needed paper towels so so when i get paper towels I got to be honest, my wife gets paper towels. Yeah, I mean, come she, on. She does the Costco runs. I used to do them, mm. but then I'd be gone all day on Saturday because mm-hmm. I would get lost I in Costco. I hate Costco. Yeah, but I love it. Um, a great place to buy booze. Okay, great. And goat cheese. I'll file that away. That tastes like not a lot. And it's like and it's like a four-pound disc of goat cheese, Absolutely. Right? And... It's it's you get you get two uh, cylinders of goat cheese all hooked mm-hmm. together. If you take one of the cylinders, cut them in half, uh, then form it into a patty, then, <laughs> then take that hockey puck of goat cheese and <laughs> and you put it in egg white and <laughs> and. And then you roll it in panko, and then you fry it in oil. Then you put it on a salad. You put it on preferably arugula mm-hmm. with some shallots, mm-hmm. sherry vinaigrette. Mm-hmm. Big theme in my life when it comes to any type of greens. I really like a sherry vinaigrette. Yep. If you put that hot goat cheese right on top mm-hmm. of, of your greens, I feel like I'm having vegetables. <laughs> goat cheese is technically a vegetable, so <laughs> I will give that Thank to you. you. Thank you. Thank you. You've got your arugula. You've got your goat cheese. You're having veg. Yep. It's great. Great. That sounds that sounds great. I, so many questions. So many questions. <laughs> <laughs> uh, grocery shopping. Uh, grocery shopping. Uh, my wife and I tend to split it. So mm-hmm. we'll do a big run on the weekend. 
and we drive to our, our grocery store. We don't go to a food town. Mm-hmm. We might go to an Acme. I we might like go to a stop and shop. Judging the food town. What's what's your conception of of a food town? I just feel like it's a town of food. Kind of, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Like it's a village. You walk into the village and the food is selling you food like they're offering up their children to you. Mm. Like, mm-hmm. here, we made these for you, said in the town. bottles of milk. Like you're in town only with yeah. food. You're in town. Mm-hmm. Very. It's my favorite musical. Is it? Yeah. I've not seen it. It was it. It was the best experience on Broadway <laughs> for me ever. I sat in the first row. Wow. It was technically the second row because no one was allowed in the first row. Because of the urine? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Wait a minute. Maybe, I, maybe it wasn't a Broadway show. <laughs> maybe it was a piss party. Mm, I mean, you know. I don't know, but I loved it. Great. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. Someone the police needs- officer in particular. Yeah. Definitely my favorite character. Forget Bobby Strong. Great. I can name all of them. Okay. Wow. Name- Hope Gladwell. Who else do you want to know? Uh, what part did Lin Manuel Miranda play in that one? Uh, I, he was the little girl. Yes. Okay. Great. He's who good kept who, who kept calling out in a meta perspective. Isn't this a terrible name for a show? It's terrible subject matter. And he, as the little girl, she mm-hmm. would say to the police officer, "This is a terrible show." Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. what made it fun. Yeah. That's that's that. Is it still running? No. No. For years. No, it hasn't. It hasn't. Uh, can I tell you something fun? Fun. Yes. I was in unconscious bias training. Mm-hmm. Which was wonderful. Sounds fun already. It, it, it's probably some of the best corporate training I've been in my life. I bet. And I've been in a lot of corporate training. A lot. That sounds terrible. Yeah, it can be. But this one was great. And what was great about it is it was acknowledging that we all have biases. And, and our, we have to acknowledge that the way we see the world is the way we see the world. We don't see the world as fact. We see the world as a reflection of ourselves and the way that we interpret it. Not groundbreaking, mm-hmm. but pretty important. Yeah. And so as we're making snap judgments about people that we have to acknowledge that we're making snap judgments. And we, go ahead. I was going to say by texting mean jokes to our friends about those people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's okay. how I do it. Or DM. Mm-hmm. Like on Twitter, yeah. like I'll send a meme right. out about somebody. Or sure. maybe I'll just subtweet you. Just, uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're very good at that. Thanks. I'm so, real proud of myself on that. I'm sorry I interrupted. No. Please I'm shush me next time because yeah, that's I, how I learn. <laughs> <laughs> Let's break down our biases <laughs> right now. Uh, I would like to acknowledge you always have something worthwhile to say. So even if I shush you, ignore, I- ignore me. Okay. Kay. The face I just made was one of pain and rejecting what you just said about Great. me. Great. Uh, wh- why do you think that is? I don't know. It makes me uncomfortable to have people say nice things about me or to me. What's the nicest thing anyone's ever said about you? Oh, God. I don't know, because I immediately repress all of them and forget them. The, today, the night... You keep a catalog. Mm. I, do, I do not believe that. <laughs> no, well, I, maybe. The one that's more accessible to me is the shitty things. That, that catalog sure. is in a constant rotation. Uh, the nice thing someone said to me today was uh, the guy that I bought coffee from in the cart who said, you want something to eat too? And I said, nope, thank you. And he said, you're too skinny, you should eat. And uh, yeah. (laughs) How did that make you feel? Well, for one second, I was like, oh, he knows. I didn't eat breakfast this morning. That's, it's, he noticed, he noticed how great I look, uh, having not eaten in 12 hours. And then I immediately was like, he 
wants my repeat business. And he says that to every female. Uh, and that in itself is fucked up. Although he maybe, you know, he's blameless in this scenario. But the fact that uh, telling someone that they look good is currency is troublesome to me, um, even though I, you know, part of me is happy to take your compliment. Oh, God. (laughs) Please kill me. Uh, But on this topic, can I tell you quickly about an eye doctor that I had two weeks ago um, who was like, I'd never met him before. He, I had filled out the little form. It said date of birth slash age. So I put my date of birth because age is a variable number uh, depending on... Yeah. What does that mean? Well, it means like... You just didn't want to give him your age? No, like what's my birthday... What's my age today is going to be different than what my age is next year when I presumably will continue to be a you know, patient of this eye doctor. Sure. So here's my date of birth. So your time you can was. do the math. Oh, okay. Fine, right? fine, fine. I won't do the math for you. Yeah. I will not put down that I my am... Age. Right. Blank. 43. Oh, so right. I'm 44. I, congrats. Thanks. So I would write that down. 44. Very proud of it. Yeah. I mean, right. there's, I'm not some, whatever. It's, I'm not yeah, you're embarrassed not, of my right. age, but I was just like, this seems unnecessary. So he looks at, looks at the form and goes, well, so how old are you young lady? And I was oh, like, Jesus, go fuck yourself. I'm out of yeah. here. And, and we're close. It's a close, tiny little, you know, plywood shack built in the back of a Warby Parker. And, uh, I was like 43 and he said, he looked up and he goes, you look good. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, okay, you said something that's just, like nice on its face, but like, fuck you. Do I have glaucoma? Like, I didn't come here for you to check me out and then tell me whether or not you think I look good. Go fuck yourself. You don't look good. You look like Martin Shkreli fucked a sweet potato. So I'm in this training. Mm. Hmm unconscious bias Mm -hmm. and they start playing a video and there's some there's there's um there's a commercial i'm not gonna say the commercial i'm not gonna say the brand name but there's there's commercial on and there's a real creepy guy in the room and it's a commercial from like 10 15 years ago there's a real creepy guy in the room who's uh heading up a board meeting Mm -hmm. guess who it is who the police officer from urintown what yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, he, I was so actors excited. Actors gotta act, man. Oh, he was crushing it. Wow. He was crushing it. And so everybody's talking about the character uh, that that he's playing in this video. Okay. And how we're reacting to him. Yeah. And I just raised my hand and I said, I got to share my bias. Wow. I saw this guy in town. You know, I, I didn't say town because I felt mm-hmm. that that would be inappropriate. Mm-hmm. I want to bring it up. I said, I saw this gentleman on Broadway. He played a real creep. In Town. And he pissed on me. <laughs> That's what I said. And that is my bias. I'm really glad that you were able to see that in yourself, acknowledge it, air it out, kind of, you know, uh, let people learn from it. Yeah. So uh, fuck your coffee guy. Mm-hmm. Fuck your eye doctor in particular. Mm. I would never. Well, instead of fuck fuck him, what what can we say? Uh, yeah, no, fuck that guy. All right, fuck that guy. Thank you. Um, I was making a play on words. No, I got it. I got it. I was just trying to honor the rage mm, that I yeah. can see oh. both coming at me. Get ready about me, and also your eye doctor. Uh, you know who we don't fuck? Who? The policeman. 
from yeah, your town. Mm, fuck the police, though. I mean, fuck the police, but not the policeman in your town. He's, he's very, not, very he's talented. Not, yeah. And also, not. I mean, <laughs> also Lin Manuel Miranda. Yeah. As the little girl in your town. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Killed it. He was amazing. He is so versatile. He is. He really, you know. Multi-talented. He disappears on stage. It's as if. But you never forget. We have a guest today. We do. Yes. He's in the room with us. (laughs) (laughs) Could you state your name, please? Uh, My name is Anthony Bourdain. And I would know you from? Um, Such uh, terrible remakes of my novel as Kitchen Confidential, (laughs) the the series. Or actually, it wasn't a novel. What was it? It was a memoir. Yeah? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Memory dims. Starring Bradley Cooper. It was. I watched it. I remember seeing it and thinking, ah, this guy's going nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> How wrong I was. Mm-hmm. Mm. So we're going to ask you some questions today. Yep. And uh, we'll divide these up into some of the different episodes that we're going to do. Uh, the idea, and I think you've prepped them a little. Uh, yeah, minimally. I try. I try and. Uh, <laughs> I try and stay out of Tony's way as much as possible. That seems like a good practice. You yeah, don't care. Do, you don't do whatever you want. Use the use the use the bites and put them over like Ron Jeremy clips. I could, don't care. All right. That's, That's a, a new thought. direction. That's a new direction. We're gonna take it. We're gonna take it. Um, I I I'm gonna go a little off script sometimes, and then you can sure. kick me. Um, so I was attacked by monkeys because of you. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my wife and I visited uh, Batu Caves. Yes, they're Kuala. aggressive there. Very aggressive. And and in the episode of, of one of your earlier shows, you showed how you went and took an offering up of milk and uh, flowers, and there was a priest there, and you climb up these hundreds of stairs, and there are monkeys everywhere, and it seemed like this really wonderful experience. Mm-hmm. When my wife and I went there, um, we went specifically because of the episode, and uh, we did everything that you had done, but there were more monkeys than what were shown. The, the monkeys, depending on time of day, the monkeys can be incredibly aggressive. And when we were there, in fact, uh, Diane, our field producer, uh, was still up the hill. We'd already come down, and we're watching her uh, from afar. She, as Diane often did, uh, was carrying these bags of snacks for the crew <laughs> and for herself. And we all watched silently as she was attacked by monkeys. One of them grabbed one of the bags and sort of set up a few feet from her, taunting her. And we watched her have an argument with a monkey. She was trying to reason with this vicious, predatory monkey to, like, give her her beloved snacks back. It was quite incredible. They do, supposedly not at that location, another place uh, I've been with a monkey problem in Indonesia— the monkeys come at you and steal your sunglasses, and then their local human accomplices offer to sell you the sunglasses back. Very nice. Which is good. So I think there's a lesson to be learned here. Um, um, I don't know. Either, you know, you can't negotiate with monkeys or um, buy a monkey and train him to steal good stuff. Great advice. That's another... Sorry about your monkey-related No, no, no. It was one of the best experiences of my life. There was no priest up there, so... Uh. So we got no blessing, but we did get attacked by monkeys. So that was, it was, um, it was great. Uh, you've been all, you good? Yeah, yeah. I was what just, I just, I was just thinking that last night over dinner, we had a long discussion about, do you guys remember Face Ripper Monkey? Yeah. Oh, I love that story. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, I was trying to remember. It was a pet. A woman had a pet, long time beloved pet who just turned on her and ripped her face off. Is yeah. that, is that, yeah. Yeah. Was, that it a, was it a chimpanzee, a, a giant 
human Z or we don't she, worry she about dressed facts. Him, that she feels dressed right. him in a in a diaper, as I recall, slept with him. Mm. I mean, mm. closest buddies. He got more and more aggressive. She she was tranking him to keep him from uh, from uh, periodic episodes of uh, violence. And uh, you know, one one point, you know, the friend the friend came over and. Uh, you know, this this giant, you know, this thing is a like human sized at this point. Yeah, rips the friend's face off. And I think the friend I think she had to stab her own giant chimp, I believe it was, or it wasn't an orangutan. That big freaking monkey or ape. I think she had to stab her beloved to death. Wow. I know there's a moral lesson here. Um Yeah. I relationship goals would be one of them. Yeah. <laughs> Being dressed in a diaper. Yeah, choose appropriate adult, pets, maybe. Like, don't be an asshole, I think, is a, is a lesson to learn from this. Yeah. If, if it's over six feet tall, you know, covered with <laughs> hair and aggressive, you know, and you need to narc it to keep it in the house, I mean, it's... Consider a legal, maybe like a, like a marriage arrangement instead. Just, you know. Yeah. Or toilet training. I don't know. Yeah, I always think about that first. It's like, where do, what do you do? You have to empty the diaper of this, like, like 200-pound freaking... Simeon living in your house every day, multiple times a day. I don't care whether you're Michael Jackson or, yeah. you know, an ordinary monkey lover. This does not seem like an ideal pet situation. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Where do you want to go? Uh, you want to go positive? Let's go positive. Sure. All right. All right. So you're really good at giving credit, it seems, when I listen to you and when I read your work. You tend to shout out people who are your partners, who are helping co-create whatever it is that you're doing. Um, Lori's one of them. Yes. Yeah? <laughs> yeah. As, I mean, as much as I, you know, squirm at Yeah, but you were really intentional. You were very intentional about saying I had a co-writer on this. This is not a moral or ethical stance that I feel like clapping myself in the back about. I know. I wasn't. A, it is a basic fact that I like... I'd enjoy working with smart people who I like, who know how to do things I don't know how to do. And um, I'm lucky enough to work with people I like and respect. And, of course, I you know, I, I like to bask in their reflected glory yeah. as, as, as much as it's not really sharing credit. It's like, you know, you do cool stuff with me and you should be talked about and yeah. celebrated a lot. That feels good. I mean, we just did a... Um, we just did a screening in L.A. Uh, for uh, one of the episodes of the show that I was really proud of. The whole point was um, this panel discussion where people got to meet and hear right after the screening from the people who actually shot this thing mm-hmm. and and killed themselves with a particularly difficult array of equipment to, to, uh, to realize this very conceptually difficult episode. The, the guy who edited it, who did this extraordinary job, uh, the producers in, in charge, the directors, I mean, you know, I can't do those things. I, to the extent that I can work with them, great, but it's also deeply, intensely satisfying to me to sit next to a cinematographer, a director of photography who's doing good work and hearing an audience go, ooh, and ah, that's great, and see them affected by it. I don't know. Yeah. That's, just, that's so, just me. So, well... Yeah, but but not everybody does that um, in your position. So. Yeah, you you got to be a dick. I mean, I guess there are a lot of assholes out there in the world. I mean, I have no understanding of people like that, and they tend to not be in my life. So, so people that you choose to be in your life, uh, that you work with, um, 
what makes you say yes to whatever it is that they're bringing to the table? And a specific example, not Lori, but a specific example would be great. Would be, uh, who? Um, hmm. Who are some people that you, that you were, well, Roads and Kingdoms? Um, look, Roads and Kingdoms, uh, would be an example. Um, you know, everybody I I work with on the show, uh, Chris and Lydia, uh, at 0.0, you know, David Simon, uh, these are people whose work I respected, who immediately became clear to me, we, we, we shared a worldview, or maybe didn't, but, but together we somehow were mutually creatively or in, uh, in other ways satisfied with whatever work it is we're doing. So, you know, I, I have this thing, there, the no asshole rule, and it's true. Um, you know, I've been offered some very, very, very lucrative projects and work where I had a really great meeting and it was clear I was promised things of money and things of value beyond imagining. And I remember walking out of one of these meetings and standing there in the parking lot and looking at my partners in this, and then we said, you know, I don't, I don't want to answer the phone at 10 o'clock in the night knowing it's this asshole. I, I don't like him. He'll make my life a misery. It will chip away at my soul. It's a self-protective thing as much as uh, anything else. And uh, it feels really good to... I mean, that's what we're here for, right? I mean, to make things with people you respect and like and actually like being around. If we can. What do you want to say Can about we, that? Well, just thinking about what we were talking about out in the other room about people who um, you soon realize are a disaster and you don't want to work with. If you can, um, right? Like, how do you how do you know when something? I mean, you know, if somebody's an asshole, you don't want to work with them. What do you do when you're in the middle of something or you're starting something and you're like, oh shit, this fixer doesn't know what he's talking right. about or is an asshole? Um, look, uh, to be honest, I can be merciless when when it is clear that. You know, I, I have worked with people who clearly did not care anywhere near as much as I did about what we were working on together. So that's pretty much, uh, I can be pretty brutal. Uh, not during the process, like I'm not somebody who stands there and, and yells at them and tries to, you know, maybe if I yell at them enough or insult them, they're going to somehow uh, up their game. No, I, I, particularly on this show, we give people extraordinary freedom to express themselves in any way they, they want, whether it's a shooter, an editor, uh, anyone. It's like, show me what you've got. Dazzle me, frighten me. Just do something different and and take full advantage of this freedom. And if they don't, um, repeatedly, uh, that's a disappointment to me and one that usually results in me not, you know, I'll just quietly say I really don't want to work with them anymore. Um, betrayal, of course, is bad. I mean... You know, people who, you know, with an agenda other than ours, who who were kind of just looking to do something else, who were not really being straight. Um, but um, I don't know. The, the, I mean, here's a classic example. You're planning on working with somebody who you, whose work you really, really respect, and this has happened to, and you go out for lunch together, and they're rude to their waiter. I mean, they're really rude, and they're taking out all sorts of personal shit on them and trying to impress you with just being a dick mm. to their server who's done nothing. And they're just a difficult, nasty, 
that's it. That that relationship is over there. I'm never answering their calls. I'm not answering their emails. We're just not speaking again. They're they're beneath contempt as far as I'm concerned. And if if they need to explicit, I will happily and explicitly spell that out for them. If they inquire, gee, how come you don't return my calls? It's because you were a dick. But you were a dick to waiters. That's it. You're dead to me. So we talked with Jen Ag, who has recently published a book called I Hear She's a Real Bitch. It's a memoir. Uh, she was in town. She came and spoke with us about that and about a lot of other things. Mostly the other things, I'd say. It's like 99% other. Uh, you are all set to go. Wonderful. All right. Go ahead and record. Okay, you're good. Thank you. All right. All right, so uh, let's just, do you want to start at the top? Yeah, let's do our, let's practice our intro. <laughs> oh, are we going to make her listen? Let's, can we do it after she's gone? I want to hear. All right, let's okay? just, we, oh, we could, I mean. All right, you can, you you can hear her practice. Right. <laughs> you can hear her practice. All right, should I go first? You should go first. Right. <laughs> what was mine? I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm disgruntled human and food writer, Lori Williver. And I'm flippity dick Chris Thornton. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fuck you, Jen Ag. <laughs> Hi, Jen Ag. Welcome. Hi. Thank you. Thanks for doing the podcast. Uh, do you mind introducing yourself? Uh, no, I thought I just did. Um, I'm, <laughs> well, you sort of did. <laughs> I'm Jen Ag. Yeah. And what I own do you a do? few restaurants mm-hmm. in Toronto and one in Montreal. And I am. I just had a book come out in Canada, and it's coming out in the states called "I Hear She's a Real Bitch." That's nice. Twist, not a bitch. That's the twist ending. Ah, okay. Or dies in childbirth. Out. I don't want to ruin the end for you. Okay. Oh, wait, wait. <laughs> you haven't read don't, it yet. God damn it. Now. I'm the ghost <laughs> of Jen Ag. Uh, did you have to fight with your publisher for that title? No, they were tickled. I, I was expecting to have to, and I sort of, I'd said to my agent, which sounds like such a strange thing when you have an agent to say things like I said to my agent, but now mm-hmm. I'm becoming more comfortable with it because she's awesome. Um, I, said, I, I said to her, I said, Martha, this is going to be like... A deal breaker if they if they don't want this title we were sort of prepared for some pushback because you know it's a a pretty prudish country and i mean even yeah. on our bigger news stations uh they couldn't say it even though it was the title of a book like cbc could say it and ctv that means nothing nothing to americans but yes, it does. um but they couldn't say it so yeah but then they were so they were thrilled with the title so that was really mm-hmm. that was a long this is gonna be my theme is long answers to really simple questions Love the, it. the great the great thing is is that we don't have a word limit yeah. So, <laughs> okay, great. And someone's going to edit this shit, right? Um, maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> All right. I, I've been to your restaurant in Montreal. You have, yes. I have. It Did was, you have fun? I had a lot of fun. I was Good. all by myself. Great. Uh, even though I was with oh, a very yeah, yeah. large group, I, I snuck away. Not Smart. really. I told them that I was leaving uh, to go have uh, a, a second dinner. Some you time. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, basically some you time and, and trying to... Um, understand the experience that you create and the food that your restaurants provide and 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 you and I have talked quite a bit yes, in fact yeah. we you did an interview with me that never got published on an for all oh, kinds of Oh that's right I put a lot of effort into that yeah. too I yes, totally you forgot really about that did. you called me <laughs> and just talked I know that was a lot of effort but your time your time is money brain, so thank you brain power I know um, so so this is good to to talk with you and see with you see you after I've actually experienced what it is that you own and run and are responsible for. I mean as much as I mean agriculture is a singular and wonderful experience it's also a little it was it's difficult I mean I'm not I wasn't there that night so it's like right. it, I always worry about that about 
in terms of expansion about not being there and mm -hmm. scale versus you know what I can live with and you know at the Hoof and at Grey Gardens and at Rum and at Cocktail Bar I can be there all the time um, whereas in Montreal where I don't live it's a little bit more mm -hmm. challenging so I do worry about that so Agricol um, my interpretation of it and then you can tell me what it is okay uh, <laughs> was um, it, it was to bring you into the patrons into um, Haitian food and a Haitian experience and your your not version of that yeah, but how lens, you would bring through it our to lens. life yeah, yeah through the lens of Montreal through the lens of you know our business partners and my husband who grew up in Port-au-Prince um, you know it's always funny to me when people criticize oh like this Haitian restaurant owned by a white woman I'm like no it's also owned by my Haitian husband as yeah. if I would open a Haitian restaurant without some sort of sense of a connection to that culture and you know not any kind of ownership of it but a connection to it and does it get called the Arcade Fire restaurant? At I think all? by Arcade Fire fans, certainly. Yeah. And mm -hmm. yeah, I, I call it that sometimes. Um, <laughs> no, I'm just because kidding. you're partner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm 100% kidding. You got super tenure right there. It was yeah. very funny. Because your partners, yeah. in case people don't know, your partners are. Um, so my of the husband, band. Roland Jean, and Wynne and Regine from uh, a, little, a little upstart, up and coming band called Arcade Fire. Yeah. So last time we talked, you were getting ready to open it. Right. And I was able to eat there, and it felt like it. I was not familiar with Haitian food, but it immediately felt familiar and comforting and okay. fun. And I don't mean like easy for a non-informed person to enter in, but for anyone to feel at home in that space. Yeah, I mean, it's not as as all my restaurants are. They're not for everyone, but they're for anyone. Hmm. Nicely said. Wow, That's can we good. can we steal that as our? Can we yeah. call our podcast? Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> not TM, for everyone. So. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah. Damn it. So sorry, guys. All right. All right. Five cents damn every time it. you use it. All right. Well, maybe not in, maybe not in the U.S. Maybe it's oh. not. Yeah, it's that's not right. You have the U.S. rights. You got it. You got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. All right. Uh, have you eaten in, eaten in any of her restaurants, Lori? I have not. No, I was in Toronto for a couple of days last fall, but I um, only ate at the hotel like an asshole. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. No, actually, I did have the burger. No, I didn't have the burger. I sat next to the burger at... Sat the, next to the burger. <laughs> what is the? Uh, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it right. You're doing a great job. There was a hotel. There's a hotel in Toronto where we did press conference, and it's cool, and it's branded, and they. I is it the Drake it. Hotel? Yes. Yes. <laughs> okay. I had a salad, and Tony had the burger, and uh, it was. I felt like I was. I was um, in a cool place, but then we were it's doing Canada's version of the Ace. Ah, okay, right. I mean, very much. So yes. we were we were doing press, and by the end of the day, it was just like. I just want to lay down. I totally understand that. So, but um, Tony gave you lots of big shout outs. Tony's a big fan. Uh, well, Tony that's very nice. I, I enjoy his work as well. <laughs> oh, we'll let him know. Um, <laughs> he blurbed your book. I know that was fucking crazy. I was so, um, I think, I, I don't know if I actually cried because that's kind of lame, but like I was really emotional about it. And I think. Not only it's because it's that white man praise, but it's that Tony Bourdain praise. Like, oh, white man you know, praise. that's what you want. You need the that white man praise. Kind. So you sell books. So, so this is not the Anthony Bourdain podcast or all about Anthony Bourdain. It's starting to feel like it mm -hmm. is. Um, we but, will cut that shit with a knife. <laughs> will we? I don't know. All right. I don't know. We might. We'll see how we feel. We might. Tony gets final edit on everything. No. No. <laughs> he no. no, he doesn't care. He doesn't care. He has much better things to do. He comes in and talks to us about, well, can we talk about, can mm -hmm. we Can we also pull the thread of vegan butthole gate through yeah. to today? Can yeah, we let's talk, talk about vegan butthole. Do you know vegan about butthole. vegan butthole gate? 
Um, I feel like I can put it together, but I don't know if I know the specifics. Okay. Can you talk about what you think it is? Um, <laughs> <laughs> like really clean and loveless ass fucking. Yeah. Mm, yes. <laughs> Except no. no. Let's just say no and create a <laughs> no. safe space for you because Lori's going to tell you what it but is. But I like what the way that you think. I'm not I opposed feel, to. I mean. So vegan butthole gate is this thing that happened last week, maybe two weeks ago. Uh, a vegan restaurant in Memphis, Tennessee, um, owned by a husband and wife. They have five children. They allow their children some degree, some would say too much of a degree, of um, freedom in the dining room. Uh, a customer was unhappy with this because the toddler uh, in the scenario apparently ripped off his or her diaper and ran through the dining room. <laughs> and uh, she went on to Yelp or whatever. Oh, the and, humanity. Yeah, wrote a... Um, wrote a complaint that the owners said was wildly exaggerated, but they did actually say, we do let our child children run wild in the dining room. And if you don't, you know, these are children. Sometimes you're going to see a butthole. Live with it. Yeah. Like they didn't. That was the know. restaurant's response? That was the restaurant's initial right. response. Then they dialed it back a little bit. Um, obviously, this captured the attention of America and, you know, other maybe other parts of the world. It's a, um, I don't know how I missed this. So oh, You've been busy. <laughs> um, and as I said yesterday, to me, the most upsetting part of the story is that on the menu, they have written, our children are part of the experience here. Something, something to this effect, not exact these exact words, but our children are part of the experience. They're going to be in the dining room. Don't be surprised if one of them approaches your table and starts singing to you. Maybe Which, be appalled. Yeah, right. Like, I mean, that is such a I love kids, deal but yeah, that's a little bit of an invasion. And I, right. I think it's up to restaurant owners to make those kind of calls, but I don't have to go there, I guess. Right. Really. <laughs> you don't have to go there. Yeah. No, have, has a server ever shown his or her butthole in your restaurant? Um, not during opening hours. Okay, fine. <laughs> fine. <laughs> that's for after hours. Is that family meal? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, good times. Yeah. Uh, do we want to explore butthole gate? I mean, I'm not sure. We, I feel, I feel we like may we've have, done that. We may have played it out. Yeah. I don't know. I All just, right. I just wanted, you know, I'll say it again. Maybe I'll say it every episode. We'll, I'll just bring it up every episode and be like, by the way, if your child comes and sings at me, your restaurant is dead to me, and you should get out of the business. And yeah, so these are the owner's children. That's yeah. the key to this story. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Interesting. Why they think that's okay? Why would they? Why they would encourage that as part of their business model? Is I, I'm, ha I. I do not understand. No, neither do I. So maybe it's in their living room. <laughs> yeah, maybe you it's know, one of those pop-up restaurants. Maybe butthole pop-up. Butthole pop-up. I think, so. I think it's. Right. A, it's I'm, a, I'm not appalled by this. No, the no, butthole. I'm not, like, the I'm not singing. appalled, but it's, it's You're the singing. Pretty it's the singing. I don't care the about the nude children. Really? I just don't want them singing at me. Yeah. Yeah, nude children's fine. Like people are nude. Right. Okay. I, like, yeah, it is okay. But the singing, okay. they don't know. I like that people are really upset about the singing. Yeah. Yeah. You're upset. Tony's very upset. Yeah, You're it's upset. really annoying. I'm the only one who's like, eh, that's fine. Depends. I mean, maybe if they're like an amazing singer. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. Know. It was described as yodeling on oh, Yelp. Oh, no, no, so. no. Not into it. Okay. Not I once it. went to a restaurant with my husband, and it was for my birthday, and we'd, we'd heard that they had great food. It was in our sort of in our neighborhood in Queens. And uh, all we knew was, like, great Italian food, and it was in a um, place that was sort of a retail grocery during the day, and then at night they did these beautiful Italian meals. What no one told us is that there was a full-on, the entire time we were there, a Casio keyboard and an opera singer doing, like, any song you might have heard in the background of The Sopranos or 
a Bugs Bunny cartoon. That's either that was, hilarious or terrible. I'm not sure it which. It was terrible. <laughs> and you could not escape it. It was extremely amplified sound. And I thought, well, who thought this was a good fucking idea? There are lots of really dumb people in the world. I think that's just like a baseline for getting up in the morning every day and understanding <laughs> how things function is like lots of people are really stupid. Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. I've gotten more chill about their stupidity as I've gotten older, but okay. I just know it as a fact. Yeah. And Have you can't you, change other people, right? So all well, you can do is... I feel like you no. can if you yell at them loud enough. <laughs> yeah, good luck with that. How's that going? <laughs> so good. How's your relationship with Pete Wells? <laughs> everything's good? Uh, everything's fine. He doesn't good. respond anymore, so it's perfectly fine. <laughs> we're not close. Um, we're not close. Let's talk about... Yeah. Let's talk about critics. Okay. Let's talk about critics. That's not what I was trying to do. I was not trying to steer or control oh, the no, conversation. We, we, go we go organically. We go organically. Like a vegan butthole. Just like a... Hmm. Well, uh, what, do you, what do you guys think about critics? I mean, this, since you don't make your living owning restaurants. Uh, I, I, I understand the power that they have, that we have given to them. Uh, I am friendly with at least one restaurant critic. Right. Uh, and I think he does really good work. Who's that? Ryan Sutton. Oh, yeah, yeah he's nice. I, I, I just liked one of my tweets in the cab on the way here. Oh, congrats. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's it's a like, liker. Hi, Ryan. Yeah, remember, yeah. I'm here. Yeah. I'm here, Ryan. Uh, and I, I sat in the Eater offices one day. I just asked if I could, like, can I just come and... Would you stage at Eater? <laughs> I don't know what that means, so yes. <laughs> I guess. Yes, because I don't know what that means. Can I Un- come sit in your fluorescent office? <laughs> no, I just said, I, just I don't... Oh, I said, can I, can I, can, can I just come and... Watch you all right. I That's believe dodging. was was That's the dodging. request yeah. uh, to observe and just like what's going on here when I'm reading whatever it is that you all are putting out. What is actually you just, like, happening? Over people's shoulders, like watching them. Oh, I totally sat right beside them, <laughs> um, and I am known to bring uh, Haribo or Haribo, depending on your pronunciation. Um, the gummy candies. Yeah, I'm familiar. I, I will always bring them yeah. as as a gift I like offering. The juice inside. Yeah. They're great. Yeah. The uh, fizzy cola, the happy mm-hmm. cola, fantastic. Uh, so I, I bring those as a thank you, but it was really just to try to understand who are these people. And and uh, I said, we said Ryan, and he went on this incredible... Was he wearing a suit? Uh, I don't think so. It was probably biz cash that day. More biz than Friday, cash. then? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, and just tried to understand who are, who are these people. And uh, I, I found him to be delightful and thoughtful and super wonky about food criticism and what do you mean wonky um like he's really into food criticism (laughs) okay being really thoughtful about food criticism and like Like taking it very seriously yeah and having a debate with another i think that's actually part of the problem with criticism and not his not that i'm right but generally generally, taking it so fucking seriously and it's just like guys it's People yeah. have to do something with their semiotics degrees, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, you've got to, a master's in Lacan or something. You've got to apply it. You've got to make a living. Right? But in academia, often the reason why things get so vicious is because the stakes are so low. But in criticism, the stakes are not low. It's somebody's livelihood mm-hmm. on the line. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I think fortunately it's starting to become less and less relevant. It's really interesting because New York has so many critics. It's such a big place. Yeah. And I think it's... 
I don't think one review makes or breaks anymore the way maybe it used to. And, the, you know, I've talked a lot about the democratization and everyone talks about that, of you know, Yelp and TripAdvisor and all those things that we sort of pretend to hate, but we all read obsessively when we're in this business. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think it's changed a lot. Like even eight years ago, the difference between a positive review and a negative review might mean closing a restaurant, whereas yeah. now I don't think it does anymore. And I think sometimes people are starting to are able to recognize like this guy might this guy might hate this person, which I've sort of felt like that's a thing. Sometimes it's very personal reviews. I've had that experience, which is like horrifying and and, and a ridiculous thing to have to go through. But yeah, I don't know. I think uh, I don't think it matters as much anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What What do you think about critics? I. I think, you know, critics are just trying to do their jobs. Uh, I, I do agree that it's... But why do that, they get into that job? That's like, this is what I always think is interesting, the kind of people that go into criticism and the anonymity of it and like... Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. I don't, I guess I don't know any critics well enough to, to, to say. Um, I mean, I think there's a prestige. I think it's, you know, if you're going to, if you're going to have a job at a major metro newspaper, the critic is critic is probably totally the top job, yeah, or yeah. maybe it's section or editor. perceived as such. Right, yeah. right. It's perceived as, yeah. and I think it's it's given it a vaulted state. I think mm-hmm. uh, as a unpaid critic of food media, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think there's there is something thrilling about when people start to care what you have to say. Totally. Yeah. I mean, it is yeah. it's really really it's fun. better than money. It, it kind of. Oh, I really <laughs> like money, though. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, I think there's this this high that you get off of it, yeah. and feeling like your voice has weight is yeah, really yeah. interesting, and it is. It, it's a really destructive, um, potentially destructive force as well, and I, and I think watching Pete Wells really go off the rails in the last year. Uh, he does seem to have had a few missteps. He's had a lot of missteps. Not and that I'm paying that close attention, but yeah, I think, but yeah. There's, there's some moral core stuff that I'm a little worried about where you can understand one misstep, but when they keep happening, you start to un- wonder, I start to wonder, what is this viewpoint that's being brought forward, and do I care to listen to it anymore? And I think over and over, it's I, I don't care to listen to it anymore, which is really disappointing. Um you don't agree, Lori. You're well, making I faces. I'm wondering by I'm wondering what you mean by moral core, and are you referring to the the, the piece he did about Noma, Mexico, and how he's not going to go to it, or he doesn't think it? What was that? I, I forget. It was what was the gist? It was like the I'm not going to re- I'm not going to review it because it's such a limited experience that so few people can enjoy. And oh, it's, that's bullshit. You know, I mean, like obviously, like most of the places you're reviewing are limited experiences, and it would be do you well to recognize that? But right. absolutely, uh, no. I think there his local review was um, oh. with um, some some pretty unfortunate language choices that made it come off as for many readers vaguely racist. Um, or at least a white man's view of... He definitely seems very steeped in a white man's view and maybe um, less willing to to hear that, and as a lot of powerful white men are. I mean, it's a very, it's a very difficult thing. I don't, I, don't, I don't have enough, like, I don't want to just go at him specifically because right. I don't have all of the, like, file cabinet of, this is what he did and this is what... It's not that. It's more just that's a thing. Like, it's really... I notice it all the time on my social media, whether if I'm posting about something... Recently, I was posting about this um, uh, story about in Montreal. There was this um, Yerba Mate, Prime Mate is the drink producer, and there were all these rape allegations and just like general misogyny allegations coming out about this man. There were enough stories. I mean, unfortunately, that's the world we live in where there have to be enough stories right. that it feels mm-hmm. truthy. Um, but there were enough stories that it felt truthy. 
And so we you know, made a big thing about it and I made a big thing about it and a lot of places stopped carrying it because you know they followed suit. But it took, you know, it took like, there was all sorts of white, and they were white men, they just happened to be, hashtag not all white men, we all know this. Um, you're a white man, for yeah. example. Yeah. Um, Benny's a white man. He seems fine. Um, <laughs> so, you know, so Tony, you know, uh, you know, there's like lots of great white men is my point. But um, there were all these white men sort of commenting, uh, like you don't really know the whole story. Blah, blah, blah. And it's just like, could you maybe, at, at a certain point, I was proselytizing about like just being anti-rape. It had like, I had gotten off the sort of specifics of this story and just gone on about how can we be better about this in the industry and and how why are you all so fucking scared to just take a stand that is pro-women anti-rape like that to me is just like being anti-trump it's the obvious stance to take right. it is low risk everybody and this also makes me so mad like there's nothing people like more than a male fucking ally like this is low yep. risk for men like yep. they don't like me being a feminist they love you i'm right. pointing at chris Agreed. right now they love chris being a feminist yeah. like and it's such bullshit and I'm so tired of it and I go I actually I'm the passion you're hearing this is like not acting I'm really upset right. about mm -hmm. it and it drives me crazy and there's still like no no one in my industry no one prominent in my entire industry in all of Canada in all of the connections I have in America your country that is going to shit um <laughs> you know in all these places nobody was really supportive no one prominent like no one owner no one, and and it's shocking to me that like at, at a certain point and it actually all I'm going to stop soon, I promise. I just want to circle back. It reminds me of like how people in the Second World War made money at restaurants mm. and bistros by just being like, it's fine that we're serserving Nazis. like mm. they're spending money. and like and it just feels like we're we're all in this business kind of rooted in this bottom line mentality because it is such a hard business. So people won't take any kind of stand because they're mm -hmm. so concerned about like losing that one customer like I don't want to serve that customer. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay, that's it. The that's rapist the and the Nazi. Like, yeah. Don't stop. Like, that's, <laughs> Keep going. That's it. I don't want to serve that customer. So, I made a choice a long time ago to to sleep better and to always, you know, it sounds like that sounds like bullshit, but it's really true to always kind of listen to the listen to the thing in my head that might be like, "Hey, this may be a bad business decision," and then just be like, "Yeah, fuck that and do it." Because uh, I don't I believe that I have an obligation as somebody who's comfortable speaking out about things, as somebody who has a little bit of a platform in my country, um, and hopefully in yours, you know? By, yeah, no, you do. Mom, I mean, book. you were a little <laughs> New York Times Yeah, you know, it's, it's, so as, so, but yeah. it's also like, yeah, so hopefully people will start to kind of turn to that, but I don't, I, I think there's so many fundamental changes that need to happen in the restaurant business for people to feel comfortable using their platform that way. I just don't, I don't see it. It's like, I don't see it happening. Anytime soon, or at all, really, which is really sad. So, did you get all that, Benny? <laughs> yeah, he got it. I, <laughs> I feel no. I feel I feel like a dipshit even asking a follow-up question to that. Don't feel like a dipshit. Well, Maybe there's something I missed. No. Oh God, no. It's not questioning. Um, and I, I, the question is how, how. Can the industry do better? What does it look like? And and I feel like it's like showing up as um, a ethical person and being on the right side and listening. And, and it's always economic, first of all, as okay. a, as everything is always economic. So the the major problem, really, as I see it, is cl closing the divide. Which doesn't this doesn't sound like it would sort of affect what I'm talking about, but it really does to me. It's closing the divide between front and back of house. You know, when you have people making hundred dollars a day for like 12 hour days cooks um 
and starting at like 10 in the morning and maybe getting out at midnight and then you have servers like waltzing in at 4 30 like picking up three or four bills and like out out before last call you know it's mm-hmm. it, it it just doesn't create it, it, all, it starts like it starts an animosity that i think contributes um to the kinds of attitudes that exist in the business so i mean you are, you have to pay people better and i think you you it's all linked to the idea that nobody wants to pay for food. Like people yeah. don't mm-hmm. want to pay what food costs. Right. So it's it's just like it's such a burn it all down and start over kind of thing. I mean, what we do is um, we pay cooks like a proper wage to begin with. We do tip sharing, which is like frowned upon, and may, I don't know if it's illegal exactly, but like all the servers understand what they're getting into. They know they're going to make enough money. They realize how hard the cooks are working, and it just creates it. It just helps like foster a group dynamic that right. is more about we're all working in this together than you know other restaurants where that maybe there might be this like dividing line um we hire we try to hire as many women as possible um in the kitchen in leadership positions i mean it's a really it's really challenging like sometimes you know you've got a cook a cook job job open and uh, no no women apply and like hmm. how are you you know you still have to run your restaurant so it's i think about these things all the time we talk a lot about um, somebody was sort of saying, well, what do you do? It's always, that's always somebody asking, like, well, what are you doing right. to change? But right. I'm like, I haven't done enough. Mm-hmm. Um, but me and uh, Jake Skakoon, who's basically the vice president, if you will, I mean, it's embarrassing, but like he's general manager, vice president, everything to me, um, and David. And we talk about this stuff and we talk about it in terms of leadership, like how how can we make sure that we're always defending against this? And it's it's with hiring practices. It's literally with like our gut saying, hey, this person is going to someday show someone a dick pic. Let's not hire them or whatever. Mm-hmm. That actually happened at one of my restaurants. Was, I never screamed at someone so loud. He, um, This cook who was on his way out, he, um, he'd already given his notice. He was on like... He had three more days to go, and he showed uh, a waitress a dick pic of his of his dick, and mm. she told me about it two days later. So he only had one more day. I was oh. so I was like livid, mad, um, and yeah. I mean, that's the only time I that I know of that something quite that offensive has happened. But it's like we try, we we're vigilant about it. We talk about it in staff meetings. We talk about just, and it's not it's not to take the fun out of it. Like we all have horrifying senses of humor, and we probably say really sort of vaguely inappropriate things all the time. Mm-hmm. But the point is, is that they're inclusive, and like nobody's feeling like they're the butt of the joke. Mm-hmm. I really don't know what my point was. Can I just say for, to anyone who's listening, male, anyone male who's listening. No one ever wants to see a fucking dick pic. No yeah. straight yeah. woman right. that might be interested in your well, dick wants. Well, all right, maybe <laughs> maybe hold I'm on, speaking. Hold on. Like, <laughs> let's dial this back. All right, I'm just saying. I, I think I, when there's beautiful men dicks send, out there. Sure, <laughs> I think when men send dick pics or display dick pics, they are coming at it from their own perspective because they they maybe maybe they want to see boobs. Maybe they want to see a picture of a naked ass, and they think that women want to see a dick pic. We do not. Mo- I, I do not want to see a dick pic. I would say many women don't want to see your dick. I don't, in real life, sure. Taint yes. only. Interact with, yes. <laughs> Look, I'm only Fantastic. here for taint. And some loveless <laughs> I'm so sorry, fucking. everyone. See, that's what I mean. I'm making inappropriate jokes, but right. like, we you all know, do, in a but protectionist yeah, way. We're not yeah. working. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we are working sort of. But, um, it's, it's working. I just, I, I would love for the dick pic to go away or at least do you know that website like ratemydickpic.com oh my god it's the great it's the fucking greatest thing ever i sometimes fall into like a dick pic hole it's sorry so you like great. a dick pic dick i mean pic i like uh, i like I, the, I like her hilarious women. commentary on right. the dick pics right. like that's what's funny about it 
And I like you know I've watched pornography in my life. Yeah, oh, I mean, congratulations! <laughs> I've enjoyed some pornography. Yes, like very it. salty pornography. Um, <laughs> just, that's when they just fuck in like assault, yeah, like an assault mine. <laughs> it's a savory. So it's contextual. <laughs> yeah, it's about food, really. Mm-hmm. Like it all comes back mm-hmm. to food. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like a Himalayan salt block, and everybody's on top. Oh God, it can, can be this metaphor warmed. So it far, have and to I'm be not warmed. going to. It can be though. <laughs> Uh, um, hey, yeah, Lori, thanks yes. for that PSA on dick pics. I'm just saying. Noted. I think that the dick pic many times is a misguided impulse. Yeah. I think we could say an unsolicited dick pic is, yeah. yes. is no always one wants that ever. not okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, so you you were going on... What that, was I on about now? That, no, what you're going, what you were responding to my question of what do people do, and you were talking about what what you're doing. But I think mm-hmm. something really interesting um, that we I would love for you to dig into. Not that it wasn't all interesting, no, no, sure. but we dug Absolutely. into let's dick pics. So now let's dig into this. Let's do it. Is the the expectation that the person who uses their voice to say something is wrong is expected to do everything perfectly? Oh my. God! Oh my God! Okay, I yeah, I've got. I don't even know which like juicy story from the story tree to pluck because I have Pick so many of these Pick stories. Um, so recently, uh, a a woman reviewed um, Grey Gardens, which is my new restaurant in Toronto with Mitch Bates, who was in New York for a long time running mm-hmm. Co. and is like really, legitimately the best I've ever seen in my life. He's just unbelievable um and it's that the point is to say that it's a it's a very good restaurant like i yeah i'm pretty sure i'm a good judge of what's a good restaurant it's a very good restaurant and she did not she did not enjoy it that's that's fine it's not for her as as, as i said for anyone but not for everyone and uh but what she sort of she made a point of like expressing that she's not a fan and she did it in kind of like a dickish way not like a just, fan of you yeah of me personally oh. and like I don't know her we've never spoken like so she's not a fan of what she perceives as me or whatever um, and then she also like made a point of saying like I don't I think there was maybe only one woman working in the kitchen and sort of calling me out on that it's like I don't even know how to respond to those things. It's it's, it's this sort of infighting that, well, liberals do in general, but women do with each other and feminists do with each other where you're not feministing properly. Mm. Like, you're not doing mm. it correctly. And, I mean, I've been guilty of that. I found myself sort of, one, you know, having those debates about um, things over the years and, like, eventually coming around to what I think is the right way of thinking about it or a more inclusive way of thinking about it. But it's just, yeah, I, I mean, at a certain point, like, what the fuck? I can't do everything. I can't carry right. all the weight. I can't I can't always be the one raising my sword although I always am. Mm-hmm. And and then if I and then when I do it it's like, well actually, but this. Mm. Right. And it's those well actually's and it's very it's really um what's that word? It's like it's not degrading. It's just like it demoralizing. Demoralizing. That is actually the word. It's demoralizing. It's like, yes, I I can't believe I have to pay attention to this. So I try not to, but um yeah, it's really it's really difficult when you think you're actually doing the best you can at mm-hmm. like being a force for good mm-hmm. you know I'm, I'm no hero and, but, but people <laughs> say why aren't you doing more why aren't you doing more yeah yeah and, and if, like and i don't have fucking not, time well that's and why if you're not perfect then you can't you can't raise the issue i think is what's yeah absurd yeah um i i know that i'm certainly not doing i'm also guilty anything. of criticizing people for that anything. reason too I've, I've also criticized people for like well you're saying this but you're a giant hypocrite 
Mm-hmm. So I've, I think I've done that, too. All right, but that's how we grow. So, they, <laughs> you know, it's fine. Probably not going to stop doing that. Right. You call people out on their shit all the time. So Do I? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Are you me? I, I, I hope I call myself out on my own shit. Sure. I think that's I important. Think that's a conversation between you and you. Well, but you use yeah. your Twitter <laughs> yes. platform to uh, call out some gnarly shit and I, if you're going to ask me for an example I cannot think of one right now but hey, do uh, you have an example <laughs> uh, your controversial iced coffee post yesterday oh Just kidding, god but damn it lord it allowed me the chance yourself allowed that. me the chance to say fuck iced coffee it is bullshit well so how do you feel about iced coffee um I don't drink that much coffee anymore I can't my body just doesn't like it so yeah. I have like one cappuccino every two weeks and I enjoy it tremendously from Sam James in Toronto which is really the best cappuccino I've ever had so yeah I don't have any feelings here or there but if I'm going to drink coffee I'm definitely going to drink it hot Mm. so that's yeah fine what do you drink instead um green tea or English breakfast tea or tea tea like uh yeah I'm really cool you are very cool (laughs) congratulations really cool (laughs) (laughs) uh Lori yes what you got uh, I want to talk about dress codes. Oh, cool! In, yeah, in restaurants. Totally. Um, and I'll I'll just because I mostly want to tell the story of uh, being at a very well respected established uh, Manhattan restaurant a few weeks ago for lunch Where on a Saturday. It? it was I'll say I don't, it's not going to hurt them to say it was Gramercy Tavern. Okay, had a lovely time. Was there for a special occasion? It's lunch. still good. That's what I hear from everyone. Yeah, which is kind of it, amazing after all these years. Very. Hold on. They are very <laughs> good at what they do. Um, so we're there on a Saturday. It is summertime. I understand it's hot. People want to be comfortable. However, you're at Gramercy Tavern, not in the front tavern room, which is a little more cash. You know, it's in the main dining room. Um, we've, my husband and I have made the effort to put on clean clothes and oh, wash shit. our hair and whatever. That's Other a big people, day. yeah, it's, it's it is a big day. Other people. Not so much. Not everyone, but I'm kind of looking around the room, being like, "Is that is that a teenager just in like a dirty white T-shirt?" I literally that... wore this to um, Le Cuckoo last night, <gasps> not realizing how woefully underdressed I was going to be. Like, I just, I don't know why, I just like didn't quite realize how fancy it was, and then I just decided I can't care about this. Like, it's yeah. fine. Well, right. It's downtown. It's it's what you're bringing. But so I want to tell I, you about it, the family yes, that really please. sort of set me sent me over the edge, and then made me feel like. Am I 150 years old? Am I Clint Eastwood? Get off my lawn. Uh, this family comes in there, and they're. Um, I'm just getting the vibe that they don't that they're that they're tourists that they're visiting New York City. So maybe they get a little bit of slack, but not really. Not okay. really. You're gonna go to New York City. You're gonna seek out Gramercy Tavern. Put some. Everyone knows what Gramercy on. Tavern is. Like, yeah, people know. So. Dad, whatever, khakis and a polo shirt, I don't care about him, except that I somehow blame him for everybody else's terrible choices. And I'm assuming it's dad, mom, and two teenage girls. Who knows? It's mom, dad, and two teenage girls. Dad's fine, whatever. Mom's, mom needs to face the fact that her clothes don't fit her. That's all I'll say about that. Her clothes are not the right size for her body. They're too fine. They're too. They're too small. No, no, I'm kidding. (laughs) Teenage girls. This is where I face that as well. (laughs) That's her biggest complaint. Too baggy. Yes. (laughs) Hate a tent dress. Uh, Currently wearing one. Um, Teenage daughters. One is wearing cut-off jean shorts with the pockets. Yeah, but right, you're you're squirming because you're wearing short shorts. <laughs> what are you so short. We're not a grammar. We're not a grammar. <laughs> you're you're doing you. Um, 
cutoff jean shorts where the pockets are hanging down below right. the thing and half the ass cheek is hanging out. And I remember There's a real ass cheek debate happening right now. Well, so I remember being in high school and I had a very attractive very close friend. She was so cute. She had such a cute little body and she would wear the jean shorts with half the ass hanging out and I thought God, she looks great. You know, if I had that body, I would wear those. But I don't, so I won't. And her mother, I remember, was very, very upset and was like, I can't, you can't wear those shorts. And, and I was like, God, what's her mother's problem? I get it now. I don't want to see half your because ass Because you're a mother out. now? Because I'm a, I guess like I'm a grown-up <laughs> and it's just like, I don't want to see. And also this girl, I would say at Grandma's Tavern, this girl was not pulling it off as well. Right. You know, but it's just like. She didn't have the ass for cover it. Cover your she didn't have ass, the range. man. You know, no <laughs> vegan butthole in the dining room. So the, the shorts with the pockets and the ass and um, like a sloppy jacket or something and then the other sister um, similarly sloppy attire disrespectful lollipop stick hanging out of the mouth and never once took her phone away from her face right and I was and like this enraged you this whole this enraged me to the point where, and then it made me feel no. like I am 150 years old why am I so upset by this but they just looked like Shit, and they didn't like their table, so they stood up in the dining room for like five minutes, and uh, and then finally. And but I will say, the people at Gramercy Tavern are unbelievable hospitality professionals, and treated them as they would treat any other customer with a credit card or cash in their pockets. Yep. Um, and were you know unfailingly. They're not taking gracious. a stand on fashion. They're not. And I guess if you <laughs> if you don't set a dress code in your dining room, then you have no right to enforce a dress code. Right. I was like, I wanted to make a citizen's arrest. Um, <laughs> so I don't know where I I don't have a sense of where if How, I'm right or wrong. So I I think about this a lot. Um, I still dress like a teenager, and I'm 41. Um, I also like. I've, I think a lot about armpit hair in dining rooms. It does not bother mm. me, but I can see how it it doesn't shed. Mm -hmm. it's true. Um, and so I can see how it would bother would bother people. I mean, sometimes I wear a tank top when I'm when I'm sort of swanning around the room, kissing mm -hmm. babies, etc. Yeah. But I don't know that I'd be okay with a server wearing a tank top mm -hmm. and yeah. having her arm. So I, I don't know. Like, is is that fair? Like, it's okay for me. It's, I don't know. Well, do your think, servers have a uniform? No, no, no. Just look cool. Okay. Yeah. But is there? I mean, there's. I mean, there's, I like say shoulders that. covered, armpits covered. Is there? No, are there there's nothing. We haven't had to enforce that. Uh -huh. But I say that it's like it's not. It's super loose. But then, like, you know, Jake and I'll be like, oh my god, what is she wearing? Like, we have to talk to her. So yeah, we definitely try to get everybody in sort of a, a sort. Of, if you don't know how to dress yourself, like right. if you don't have an innate great sense of fashion, and some people do, and they just can pull off anything. But if you don't, just like wear jeans and Converse and a like nicely cut T-shirt, and you'll be fine. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's um it's sort of like no rules, but like don't break the rules that you don't know about. So like mm -hmm. really hard to negotiate mm -hmm. if you uh, have just started working for me. So <laughs> we make okay. it hard. Okay, but right. but that is also like you have to dress cool. So yeah, I'm probably not going to be your server that you choose. I mean, because I'm showing up as corporate dad. Yeah, this not in, this would not this be an acceptable cool. outfit for no, working not at as the a Huff. Get, okay, <laughs> where could I work? Oh, a different like Gramercy Tavern, maybe. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> bring it a full circle. <laughs> Oh, uh, I have a hard time with your opinion. Really? Yeah, but what? I really love your opinion. I love that you're, you got hardcore on that family. I don't, <laughs> yeah, I don't half-ass it. You really cheated. Um, <laughs> yeah. But no, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I play the other side, and I think it's just because I'm oppositional to any source of authority, uh, which is... Do you see Lori as like the authority figure? <laughs> yes. Is that, yes. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit. Yeah. Yes. No, that's wise. That's wise. Yes. Yeah. I 
hold all the cards. Well, you're really good at what you do and smart and thoughtful. So yeah, I, I am terrified of you. Um, <laughs> but oh it God. also makes me say, maybe that was the best that family could do that day. Maybe that was as good as. Oh, are we going to feel sorry for them now? I with am. the thirty-four chicken, they were at Gramercy Tavern. Chicken entree, like. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I, I saved know. up all year for okay. that. Okay, I'm like half with the... Lori on this. Like, I don't give a shit what some trashy family wears to a restaurant. Like, it's not going to affect my experience. Yeah. But also, like, I, I you... reserve the right to be like, oh, you guys do not look good. Yeah. Yeah, you yeah. didn't throw them out. No, you no. didn't get up and go over and say this is inappropriate. Right. Yeah. No. I you just, are not dressed just, well in that. I can Programmers see half your ass. And it gave you know it gave us something to talk about at the table and now here at the podcast. So maybe it's you <laughs> maybe know maybe they gave you a gift. <laughs> yes. Yes. I don't. I don't know. I. I. Yeah. Like I said, it gave me some sense of conflict like maybe I'm I am now too yeah, yeah, old yeah. Uh, as a young person I used to be like why do we even wear clothes at all what's yeah. the point of culture we could all just stop spending money and you know that that that's a problem we all turn well, into but, horrifying capitalists eventually yeah. <laughs> I guess so oh yeah yeah absolutely I like nice things what can I say no uh, what's the nicest thing you bought yourself without being gross about it um, today? <laughs> no, just recently. Uh, well, uh, I just, um, I usually, when I come to New York, and I mean, it is gross, um, I'm, I'm girl that works at Rag and Bone recognizes me rich. Like, that's it. my level of rich. Yep. So, like, when I walk into the Rag and Bone, the girl's like, oh, you were here last year. And I was like, oh, my God. Yes, I was. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, that's. So cl- nice okay. clothes. Yeah, I like, like, I like really great jeans, mm-hmm. and I'll buy too many of them. And I like good T-shirts. Um, I'm pretty basic, not in like the, you know, slangish sense right. of basic, right. but like in the basic sense of basic. And but I really like great shoes and good jeans and and uh, leather leather coats. Okay. And that's where that's how I, I treat myself. I think that's the, that's the yeah. treat. Yeah, that's the treat. We yeah. not, I work not fucking hard. Yeah. Just, I made all this. Not, yeah. <laughs> Don't I judge me. You. I'm not. <laughs> you Don't judge yourself. What about you? What's the nicest thing that you've bought for yourself? What's the nicest thing I bought for myself? Um, I I bought some uh, really nice mustache. Products. I knew you were going to say that. I was just <laughs> oh about to say beard wax. Like the most indulgent thing. How much did it cost? <laughs> it's not. I'm so cheap. How much did it cost? Seventeen dollars. Okay, that's that's not good enough. You're not like you're not playing this game properly. I I like this is like a horrifying say... game, but you're not playing it properly. Don't I I I don't know. I think this beard is pretty self indulgent and self indulgent. I actually thought you were gonna say I paid my mortgage and then I was gonna punch you in the face. But no, and then no, I was no, like no. he's gonna talk about his beard or no, his yeah. facial hair. Yeah, it's he's really into it. I would never punch no, you in it's the a face joke. by the way. I don't know if it's a joke. It's kind sir. of a joke, but now it's it's yeah. a joke that I've played on myself, and now I'm stuck with it. Unfortunately, it's, you. it's the most um, interesting thing about me. So we well, have it for winter, which is sure, nice. That's there you not go. True. There you go. I'm positive it is. Lori, what's the nicest thing you've done for yourself recently? Uh, I I took my family on a uh, a lavish, uh, res- all inclusive resort vacation to Mexico. In oh, February. I feel like we were emailing when you were doing that. Oh, and I was like, I fucking hate <laughs> yes! this so much. <laughs> I hated it. It was the worst expenditure of money. I think I, I if I I mean yeah, it sucked so much. I hated it. 
Um, but my son had a good time, sort of, although I didn't think he did at the time. And then a month later, he was like, I really, I love that hotel. That was like, it makes me cozy just to think about it. And I'm like, I guess it was worth it. But at the time, I really fucking hated it. All include the all inclusive. It's thing. not the way to go. Yeah, no, it's, yeah. it was. Um, it's, it was all the other people. This is, I think, yeah. this is a theme. Yep. What I really wanted to do was be like in an isolation chamber in Antarctica for seven days, and instead I was in Playa del Carmen around other people who had spent too much money, and and we showed up, and they were like, "Oh, you've spent this amount of money." Um, if you upgrade, you can sit in the nice beach chairs, or you can go to the better restaurants. So you did that, right? No, fuck that. <laughs> I mean, and then they, like, you want the nicer beach chairs. Yeah, I was like, I haven't spent enough money. Like, I spent more money than, I I mean, whatever. Anyway, so. If you ever want to do it again, I have your place. Okay. All right. All right is it, can we blow up your spot or No. Not? Okay. All right. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> All right. Um, you can ask Jen Ag nicely on, on Twitter. Don't. She's not going to tell you. She's going to say it's closed. She'll be like, senior frogs Closes has DMs. tents in the backyard. Oh. Uh, can, I go, can I have a go again? Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I prize myself in being very thrifty and being able to fix things. I'm, I'm fixing my deck, the previous owners. It's not a great deck, uh, and the boards were rotting. And I started ripping it up, and I turned over a couple of boards, and I realized that it's fine on the other side. So, like, uh, that's not I, how rotting wood works. You can't just flip it over. <laughs> you can for a year. It's not like <laughs> that rotting. It's like, like it's okay, just this is going to rot through, pal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is about delayed replacement. Uh, and and I fixed my oven last week. Wow. I, I, I like was the light bulb out, or like what was wrong with yeah. the oven? Yeah, that was it. <laughs> yeah. No, it wouldn't heat up anymore, so I, I research it, realize I can get this part for $17 on Amazon instead of... I'm not fixing my own fucking oven. Like, right. that is for professionals. But our dishwasher is leaking, and we kind of let it go for a year, and it's just so for bad right year. now. Well, like, I would, I would rip it apart and clean out the gunk, and we thought it was... You know the grinder, mm-hmm. and it wasn't. It was getting clogged, and I've done that three times. And I finally was just like, "Fuck this! I, I can't. I can't do this anymore. I can't. I yeah. don't want to hire somebody to do it." So we just got a new dishwasher, and I picked it up from Sears, and I'm feeling <laughs> really, really great. Okay, I yeah, that's interesting. That's my indulgence was <laughs> okay. stopping. Wow. Was was finally letting go. That, and that going, is not. I cannot um, fix that's this not anymore. a technical indulgence. You right. are Ned Flanders. Yeah, that's what? doesn't count. I don't know. I grew up on a farm, so I think it's you fix it <laughs> no, until good. there's n- you're just done, it's good. and it's not worth your time you're anymore. You're a good person, and you've done the right thing. Did I disagree? Give two th- I disagree. <laughs> <laughs> you're a terrible person. You've done the Thank wrong you. thing. <laughs> Thank you. I should have replaced it a year ago. Got it. Got it. All right. Um, what else? We're almost done with her. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, so we had talked about lots of likes, but I feel like we've sort of done lots of likes. Uh, you want to talk about lots of likes? Lots of likes. I mean, do you want me to tell that story? No, we'll tell. We'll right. s- just quickly. Lots of likes. Uh, it's now a recurring segment. Um, <laughs> As of today. You want to explain it, but we'll do the, do it off yeah. at another recording session with the full one. Okay. So the idea, the idea, basically it's like something you love, something you hate. So it's like lots of likes or... Lots of likes. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not doing it All right. well. So um, I don't. You do I don't get it. All right. Yeah, no, you fine. do the story. Do the All story. Right. Do you have a couple minutes, or do you need to go? I'm fine. All right. Are you sure? I have. I have blocked off my whole afternoon. Berlant is in deep Brooklyn, like with an old Haitian friend. Like Great. I'm fine. Awesome. Great. Okay. So quickly, lots of likes. Uh, the the phrase. Wait. Uh, can I? Can yeah. 
permission just to yes edit me tell the story <laughs> oh no tell the story okay. and it's full i'm giving benny greatness. this face right, right now i'm like what are these guys all right. about <laughs> <laughs> like benny's we, like i don't know can we move this along? <laughs> <laughs> benny get me out of here <laughs> This is uh, this is another restaurant anniversary with my husband story. This is two, three years ago. Um, maybe the, I think the moral is going to be like, don't ever go out to restaurants with your husband on your anniversary. But so we went to uh, a fancy midtown restaurant, a steak place that somebody had recommended uh, for our anniversary, and um, like splashed out on some wine and uh, you know the steak and the fucking sides and the whole thing. Like spent a lot of money. The room wasn't particularly well lit or comfortable. Why can't um, people light restaurants properly? I know, okay, I'm right? so sorry. That's it wasn't. I mean, it was fine, but it, it, I'll, I'll say it wasn't well lit for Instagram, right? So, and I'm not somebody. I'm never gonna light my own photos because I. That's just. I'm not comfortable doing get that. Creative with candles. Not, yeah, and I was just like, and, and it was a fucking steak anyway, but it was a beautiful steak. So I'm like, I, I couldn't resist. I was like, let me just take a picture. The steak is beautiful. I'm not gonna put it on social media because the photo's ugly, and who wants to see my fucking steak anyway? But I was drunk and I took the picture and the waiter had dropped the steak saw that I took a very quick picture came back to the table and said lots of likes and I was like (laughs) (laughs) what a bitch such a bitch I was like like, what and he was like well I hope you get lots of likes on social media that's what it's all about right I mean who cares what it tastes like as long as you get lots of likes and like went back to the dining room so fucking rude I was just like Speechless, mortified. I would have been like, let's take a picture of your face and see if that gets yeah. lots of likes. Yeah, and that's I not just, a great comeback. I was but that's what I would have said. Yeah. It's pretty like, good, though. Why did you have to be such a dick for no reason? So, ruined my experience there, whatever. I mean, I was mortified. And, like, my husband saw me have a C section. You know what I mean? Like, I'm. it's hard to feel embarrassed in right. front of my husband. But yeah. and, he, and he was like, whatever. Anyway, so fuck that. <laughs> he restaurant. understood that the waiter fuck was being waiter. an asshole. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was all just, it was like, Pop the balloon, and, yeah. you know, and then I'm like, and then I stuck out, you know, and I'm like, I hope you got lots of likes. I, no, I never put it up. I briefly put up a rant I, that I was like, 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 see, 97 and climbing. Yes, yes for this dark ass blob of meat picture. Because I'm Lori fucking Wolver. <laughs> Thank you. Anyway, so we decided to call this segment "Lots of Likes." Yeah, okay. That, but it's, so, uh, okay, yeah. great. That's a good story. Okay. All right, it. lots of likes. Let's make it into something. You ready? Sure. All right. Yes. What do, do you, you like? What, what do you like? Okay, that's <laughs> you like? the fucking question. What do you like? What, what's, what, what's, no, let's well, talk like, about... what do you uh, what do you like? Like you really like it? Um, you you talked recently. about your clothes. You talked about rag and bone. You go in. Who you doesn't really, you like, like masturbating? Uh, Great, masturbating, <laughs> fantastic, yeah, super fun. Great. Yeah. What Not else all do you, the time. Well, what else do you like? Um, uh, I like seafood a lot. <laughs> what kind? <laughs> All of it? Stupid. I know. That's the point, Jen. That's the point. What else Um, do you like? I like, you know, I really, I really, I like chips. I really like chips. Like, okay, like, like like potato chips. chips. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, we're not talking about English, English chips. English chips. I don't know. No, no, no like just like I just potato chips. Like okay, I like potato chips. I mean, it's it's like it varies. It depends on my mood. I re- there's like a covered bridge salt and vinegar chip in Canada that I quite like. I I'm always gonna like a ketchup chip. It sure. doesn't make any sense to me. And I know this is like a Canada-America thing where everyone talks about it, but I'll just talk about it as well. It doesn't make any sense to me that in your country where, like, everybody loves ketchup so much Mm -hmm. and everybody loves chips so much that you guys have not figured out the greatness that is ketchup chips. I I don't understand. It doesn't compute for me. The ketchup chips are the most amazing flavor of all time. Mm -hmm. I don't get it. 
I can't, I can't explain it. I love it. I love I love them, and I. But why well, aren't they readily available in your country? That's because what I'm saying. we d- can dip it ourselves. I don't know. No, you I don't can't dip. You, you don't I can't dip into it. ketchup. I, like, it's I know disgusting. that. I know that. No, it's just. But like, I'm just yeah. saying. I got it. Um, a prawn, a prawn crisp, like a Worcestershire prawn crisp from England. Quite Ooh. enjoyable chip. Mm-hmm. Quite enjoyable chip. They really know how to make how to make chips. In so you like a, a thicker chip? Oh no no no! But you'll no. go for a thin. Yeah, chip? I mean I'll eat a Ruffles. Sure. Like uh, you know, sour cream and bacon if it's what's there. Right. Happily. Will you um, do? Will you just do like a plain potato chip, just salt? Not happily. Okay. I'll eat it. All right. But not that much. Have you um, Have you been to? Do you, Do you know uh, Zaxby's? It's a chain. Is, no. It's a chain. No. I want to say in the South. It was in Atlanta when we lived there. Right. When I go back, they serve hot potato chips and then like this cheddar and bacon like, dip. Like it's, a saucy kind of cheese, like a it's like it's, a queso, but like cheddar n- and bacon. No, it's it's a little more solid than that. Okay. It's 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 more like a pimento. Oh, okay. Like a pimento cheese mm. in that yeah, in that realm. I like realm. pimento cheese. All right. Yeah, is the like. is the chip solid enough to stand oh, up? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. and they're hot. They're burning hot. They just came out of the fryer. Wow, that sounds great. That sounds really good. What else do you like? Lots um, of likes. <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> I just told you like a you bunch won. of You won lots of likes. Of like, you have to tell us fuck know. you. That's that's not how we have to end every lots of likes is yeah. you have to tell us fuck you. <laughs> like when you're like, go through the really <laughs> We try to get you to the point of rage. Oh, yeah, success. So yes. good. Good job. I love this segment. It's now my favorite it's segment. It's pretty funny. Badger the person until yes. they say fuck you. Yes. <laughs> And then we only get guests who we know are gonna yeah, lose yeah. their shit at some yeah, point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Love it. What else do you like? What? El- but what else? <laughs> <laughs> it's like super annoying. <laughs> it's the best segment ever, Jen Ag. I like you as a person. Uh, I fear you, which I really enjoy. He's a terrified. I am terrified. I'm constantly terrified okay, of that's people. That's on you. I'm not but doing no, anything. Not of everyone. Fearful. Not of everyone. Not of everyone. I think I. Th- so it's a little on me, I guess. No. You don't want to cross her? Is that it? You I, fear her wrath? I think I deeply respect your opinion. I, Lori, I deeply respect your opinion. And I think if you said, no, you're wrong, like, I would go, oh, my God, I'm sorry. Like, mm. <laughs> Lori's like, I don't think Lori. that you would. <laughs> We've had some disagreements where you have stood st- st- stood your ground. I don't want to use that ground. phrase, but... Um, Oh, did he did yeah. he take a gun out? <laughs> Get off my lawn, Lori. Yeah. I'm right. <sighs> All right, Jen Ag, I deeply respect you. Thank I care you what so you have much. To say. Thank you. That's really nice. He seems great. He I'm wonderful. <laughs> I'm wonderful. Mm. Oh, he is. Yes. Tell us again the name of your book. It's called I Hear She's a Real Bitch. It's coming out in America on September 12th, I think. Yeah, and I think we may have, this episode may air just after your, your book comes out. That's so smart. Everybody, that's, that's good. My everybody go buy her book. Yay. Uh, I've read some sample chapters. Oh, Lori good. has a copy of yes, the book. Yes, do. Can I ask you, will the nude photo be in the U.S. version? Oh, well, that's the only reason to buy it. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I think you got an, an ARC or an ARC. Yeah. You want to use like industry parlance. Okay. Um and I don't think that my vagina was in There was a blank the page advance with the little note. Yeah. yeah. Says, you, you've got to buy the book if you <laughs> want right. to see it much yeah. Um so yeah, definitely it, it's in there and um yeah, I really hope no one, you know, puts it on social media cuz you got to pay for that shit. Right. Yeah. yeah. How do you I mean you you're just trusting the goodwill of the reading public? Well, you know, I feel like I'm sure people have very strong opinions about that choice. Um and I I did I think I told the story in the the thank yous about my husband 
um, drawing drawing me, and he he was just going to draw my. Fa- I, I just it was after the chapter where I kind of explained how much I love my husband and how we fell in love, and it's all very beautiful, blah 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 blah. And um, and so I wanted. There's art after every chapter, and so for that chapter, he's the only male artist I worked with. Everyone else was a woman, which was kind of fun. Um, he he was going to draw my face, and he sort of started working on it, and then he comes into the room, um, like uh, about 45 minutes after working on it, and he's like. And I wasn't wearing pants, obviously, because I'm in my own home and you don't mm-hmm. wear pants right. at home. Right. Or if you do, you're a sucker. And I'm just sort of <laughs> lounging and he's like, he's got his iPad and he's like, and he's like, oh, I got to take a picture of your pussy. That's how he talks. He's got a Haitian sure. accent. And I was like, oh, wow. Okay, hold on. What? And he's like, yeah, for, you'll see, you'll see. So then he draws this like, this really very tasteful nude. Mm-hmm. Um, you've not seen it, so you don't no. know that it's tasteful, but I promise it's super tasteful. And and we talked, we debated sort of the pros and cons of, of this and how, of course, you know, many women, it's turned out, have been like, I don't need to see that. Or like, what's that about? Like, mm-hmm. Jenna, who does she think she is? Like, that's been the response from many people. But also, I think many, many other people might be sort of inspired by the idea that this is and not by the by the beauty of my naked body, but more the inspired by the idea that it is my body yeah. and mm-hmm. it is my choice and I can do with it what I want. And that's the point of right. putting a new drawing. Yeah. In my book. And it's your book. It's my damn book. I can do what I want. It's not like a dick pic where you're just showing it around to people. People are actively <laughs> Well, they're going to turn the page and they're no. going to whoa, no. okay. They've Vagina. paid for it. Seems yeah. like the transaction has occurred. And, and, and they paid for it. They yeah. paid for yeah. it. So the, you're getting it all. Oh, my God. Awesome. You're getting it all. Good for you. All right. Excited to read the full book. Yes, I'm excited for you to read it as well. I'm excited for all of America to read it. All right, America. All of America. Australia, <laughs> England, Canada, you've already bought it all. Good job. All right. Thanks for being our guest. Thanks, guys. That was super Thanks, fun. Thanks,